All right, Romans 12, we'll get there in just a moment, so you can just have it there. I may read it in the Passion Translation. My internet doesn't pull up, which it's not, so here we go. All right, Romans 12, we're going to start with verse 1. And again, it's going to, yeah, thank you. I'm afraid I'll lose you with the Passion Translation. I'm going to move to New American Standard. That's cool. Thank you. And I'm all right. I have the passion here. I, I was afraid I'd lose everyone. So let's thank you. I got it. Romans 12, uh, verse 1. It says, Therefore, I urge you, brethren and sistren. Is that a word, sistren? It should be. Brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual act of worship it is a spiritual act of worship to present our bodies to him do you not know that you are the temple of the holy spirit so by presenting our bodies to him it is a spiritual act of worship all right do not be conformed verse 2 to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind come on so that you may be able to prove the will, what the will of God is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So why don't we renew our mind? So that we know God's will. So we know God's heart. So we know God's desires and what he wants to do on the earth. Alright, verse 3. For through the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think more highly of yourself than you ought to. I always love this scripture. Do not think more highly of yourself than you ought to. And I always say this because it's implied. It doesn't say not to think highly of yourself. So self-pity and self-loathing and, and beating yourself up is not holy and spiritual. Yeah? I've, I've heard this example. So if you're, if you're in an art gallery and there's this piece of art in front of you, And you begin to say, man, that is the ugliest piece of art I've ever seen in my life. Right? And you're just destroying this piece of art that's in a gallery for a reason. It's beautiful, right? To someone. And you're destroying it. And the person who painted it, the artist, is standing right there. Would they be offended or not? Why? Because it's their creation. So when you and I do that to ourselves or to other people, we are spitting on the beautiful creation that God made. He is the master artist. So it says, don't think more highly of yourself than you should, which we all can get into that realm, right? Where we think more highly of ourselves than we should. But it doesn't say not to think highly of yourself, right? But think of yourself with sound judgment as God has given everyone a measure of faith. Everyone say amen to that. I have a measure of faith. How do we increase that? We exercise our faith, right? We go for the impossible. We push against impossible things until they move, and it exercises our faith, and it grows our faith. For just as we have many members in one body, all the members don't have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ. We're individually members to one another. So he's saying, just like your body has different members, they all have different functions, but all together they make you healthy and whole. It's the same with the body of Christ. 
Everyone here, everyone in the sound of my voice, everyone in the body of Christ has a function that causes the whole body to be healthy and whole. If you are not in your place, then the body isn't functioning at full capacity. So I'm going to take the next few moments and I want to talk about this. Thanks, Jason. You need to be in your place. We need everyone here to be alive and on fire. We call ourselves Fire Life for a reason. We didn't just pick a name. Honestly, if we were marketing, we, we, like going through a marketing agency, that probably would have been the best name to choose, Fire Life. People are like, what, is that? what does Fire Life mean? We did it for a reason because we want to be people that are alive and on fire. And what's really important for us right now and what God is doing in this house is for you to be fully alive and on fire, functioning in your role for this body. We need you in your place. Hello? See, there is a, in every organization, there is a culture. All right? Would you say the word culture? Culture. And here's a really easy way to think about culture. Culture is like the current of a river. When you jump into that river, the culture, the current, is going to move you in the direction that the river desires. Now, how many know you can go against the current? But it takes more effort. That's what culture is. So in this house, when there have been movings of God and it's felt difficult, it's because we don't have a kingdom culture yet. I'm just going to be real. The, the moments where it felt tough and we're fighting through something, it's because we're fighting against all these different currents that aren't flowing in the direction of the current of the kingdom. And we have to fight through. We have to press through. We can do it, but it's difficult. I want it to become so that there's such momentum and culture in this house and that the current from the river of God is so strong that people just jump in and go where the river takes them. That it's easy for people to be healed. That it's easy for people to prophesy. That it's easy for people who are, are heavy laden and burdened to lay it down and find rest and peace. I want it to be easy for people that had a really rough week to be able to walk into the presence of God and it just turn around like that. I want it to be easy and not difficult. How many have found things to be difficult in the past? How do we fix that? We change the culture. How do we change the culture? you got to get in and go the same direction as we're all going. Any of us that are going a different direction or have a different agenda or idea from the culture and the current God is trying to create in this house creates drag on other people. Like, well, we can fight through that. You're right. We can fight through that. But I, I feel like God is saying that we're, we're going to enter into a season where things are more easy for us. I know that this is critical to it. For things to become more easy for us as a house, for us to see the miracles, the signs, the wonders, the breakthrough, the things that blow our mind, that astound us, that cause us to have awe and wonder towards God, I know that it comes with a unity of the people and a culture that's going the same direction. And I want a kingdom culture in the house. We need every one of you at your best. Take just a second. All right? Are you functioning at your best right now? 
Why? Why not? If you're not. It's, it's probably a really easy fix. Usually what we need to do is to go back and do the things we first did. Anytime I find that I'm not functioning at Jared's capacity, or if I'm not functioning at who God says that Jared is supposed to be, I need to go back. I don't need to go inward. I'm going to stop there for a moment. I need to go back and do the things I first did with repentance. But I don't need to dive deep inside. Now we've talked about this some on Wednesday night, so, so this will be an echo to some of you. But this is really important. Fixing and having a kingdom culture in this house where everyone's in their place, it doesn't happen when we go inward and start evaluating ourselves. <clears throat> Did you know that the Bible does not tell us to search for sin in our own hearts? Like what? That's not our job. It's Holy Spirit's job. Only Holy Spirit can search what's in my heart. I think I know what's in my heart, but only the Spirit of God who created me really knows what's in my heart. So anytime I'm asking for an investigation to take place, I need to remove myself from the case because I'm biased. And I need to ask Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, would you please come and be the searchlight and be the one who looks inside of me? What did David say? Holy Spirit, God, come and search me. He didn't say, I'm going to search myself. He didn't say, why don't you give me a week? I'm going to go fast and I'm going to go pray. I'm going to go get off by myself and I'm going to look and find out what's wrong with me. And then I will come back to you and I will give you a list of all the things I found wrong. How many knows if we do that, we're going to find a long list of wrong things? And, and Bill said this uh, uh, last Wednesday. The only thing we find when we go inward is what we are without God. The only thing I will find through self-examination is where I do not measure up to God. And that is not God's business of looking for ways to make us see what we don't measure up to Him. His business is to send His Word to us and to prophesy and declare who we are and our identity so that His Word will cause us to become what He says that we are. He doesn't talk about what we aren't. He prophesies what we are. And when we become what he says we are, it takes care of what we're not. That's how we create a culture. I, this is what happens. We have this up and down thing. We're up and down. Why are we up and down? Because, man, I'm doing good right now. I feel good about myself. But how I many, when, when something goes wrong and we're off the rails and we're not functioning at full capacity or doing our best, we're down here, we're like, man, we don't, we don't even feel God. We feel horrible. We're down in the dumps. It takes more for us to lift our spirits. Why? God doesn't change. Like, His grace is the same when I'm doing everything that I think I can right and when I'm doing all the wrong. His grace is consistent and steady. It's sufficient for me. So why, why do I allow me to become the thermostat of His presence in my life. Why do I allow anything out here that isn't Him or anchored to Him to determine my attitude, to determine my, my response to Him? What did Jesus say? Jerusalem, Jerusalem. He's looking out over them. You're like sheep without a shepherd. 
And I long to gather you under my wings as a mother hen would gather the chicks under her wings. But you wouldn't let me. And we we like, well, I don't really try to refuse God. No, it's it's the attitudes that build up that cause us to refuse Him. Yeah. It's the stay away. That's the nicest way I can think of right now. That, that's on our forehead. It's stay away, God. Or yeah. Whatever you want to say. Stay away from me. We can put it on our foreheads, right? And tell people, don't bother me right now. We do that to God. And it all comes from that going inward and looking inside and saying, well, I'm not enough here. And I failed there, and I messed up here, and I messed up there. Dude, we could do that our whole lives. But He wants us to invite Him in and say, You investigate me. Come on. You turn over every rock and see if there's any offensive thing inside of me. Because there are things I know about, but there's probably a lot of things I don't even know about that probably matter more to you than the things I'm aware of. We've had so many, um, trying to figure out how I can edit and be, tell the story with, and it matter without details. But we've had so many friends and, and ministry friends that have, their marriages have fallen apart recently. And almost every one of them have added things to their lives that they're, they're, they're not sin in themselves, but they cause, um, they cause the desires that are internal to, to be released and let go. Does this make any, I'm being very it's opened doors so that the things that I really desire now have manifestation or ability to act. And the problem isn't the things that they've added to the life. The problem is what's in here. Yeah. And, and we do that. We look for the, oh, what, what, what's this thing that I can point at? It's, it's very rarely a thing that's the problem. A vice. Let me say it like that. It's very rarely a vice that is the problem between us and God. It's always an attitude, a wound, unforgiveness, disappointment. How many of you, like me, have gone inward? And gotten into this discussion with God about being disappointed. It's probably a little that happens, but it's probably more rare than, God, I did this wrong and I did this thing wrong. But when we get to the attitude things and the, the things of the heart, we usually try not to talk about it. I don't want to really talk about that right now, God. Oh, I know that disappointed me years ago, but I don't even want to talk about it. He wants to talk about it. I don't set the agenda for my life. So I'm talking about a culture here where we're all going in the kingdom's current, the direction the kingdom's flowing, where things can happen easily. I love the stories in the Bible where Jesus is walking down the street and someone touches his robe and they're healed from something they've been struggling with for decades. Or a blind man cries out, Jesus, have mercy on me, and he heals him. Or Jesus spits in the mud and puts it on the guy's eyes and he's healed. Or Jesus just says, get up and walk and they get up and walk or Jesus says be healed or be free and the demons would leave like it seems so easy for him why because he was flowing in the culture of the kingdom it was easy for him he even said which is easier to say get up and walk 
He said it was easy. Come on. Which is easier to say? Get up and walk or your sins are forgiven. But to show you that I, Jesus, have power on earth to forgive sins, get up and walk. The miracles, the breakthroughs that should be easy proves to people that their sins can be forgiven. Without the expressions of the kingdom, without the power of the kingdom, people don't believe their sins are forgiven. Or if we believe they're forgiven, they're just forgiven enough for me to go to heaven. But they're not forgiven enough for me to be a new person now. Yeah. Or for my life to be radically different right now. But the kingdom culture is supposed to be easy. People are healed. Yeah. People are forgiven. People are delivered. And it's supposed to just be easy. I mean, it happened on the apostles so much so that their shadow, Peter's shadow, was healing people. So much so that they began to tell everybody, hey, when Peter walks down the street, get on the side the sun's not on. Come on. Because his shadow will heal you. And they began to line people up and down the streets because they heard that his shadow was healing people. That sounds like the easiest miracle performing ever. I don't control where my shadow goes. Like, man, there's my shadow. It's, it's like it healed people. It was simple. And because that happened, they're like, man, if God can do that, surely he can change my heart. Surely he can make me a new creation. This is the culture I want. This is the culture God wants for us. He says so many times, it is my good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So here's the point. Anytime you feel it's difficult to move in the direction of the kingdom, stop and ask, is it because I'm going against it? Yeah. God, am I going against your kingdom culture? Oh, yes. Or God, am I, am I contributing a different current to this than should be? Am I in my place, God? Don't look for yourself. Ask him, am I in my place? Yeah. For years, I, I, felt, um, I felt that I was supposed to do something else in the kingdom. I never saw myself as a pastor or youth pastor. I saw myself as something completely different in the kingdom. I even begged my dad when I was young, let me do this thing in the kingdom. I wanted to sing. I wanted to lead worship. That's what I wanted to do. I'll just tell you. That's what I wanted to do. I, I felt like I was born for this. This is my thing. Man. I love it, right? And the Lord was never okay with it. Never. He never let me just be a worship pastor somewhere. First of all, I'm a horrible musician. It just, it just wouldn't happen. Why? Because I thought, man, this is something I can do. I can do this. But God yeah. says, that's not what I called you to do. Yeah. So I'm going to have you do something that you absolutely hate to do, and that's hear yourself talk. Come on. <laughs> I thought I knew where I belonged. I thought I knew what my role was. But if I would have forced myself into that role, I would have contributed to drag in the culture of the kingdom. Man, some church may have hired me on and said, man, this guy's talented, I love his attitude, but let's bring him in to lead worship. And all of a sudden, the, the boom, just a shut down in the room. Because it wasn't my place. What's your place? Come on. Where are you supposed to be? 
What are you supposed to be doing in the kingdom? How are you supposed to be contributing to the, to the current and the flow of the kingdom culture? Come on. You can tell a culture by how smooth things go. You can tell. And if they're not smooth, then we need to address that. We need to ask Holy Spirit to. We need you in your place. I'm going to close with this. If we're not in our place doing what he's called us to do, and not only they're doing it, but we're fully alive doing it. Like, we love this. I love doing this. This is what I was born for. Like, we're alive. You know what I mean? Anyone of you do something like that in your life where you're like, this is what I was born. I love doing this. Anyone? All right, good, good. We're going to have to stop down here. We're going to bring a couch in here. We're going to ask Jess and some counselors to come up and walk us through being fulfilled, right? It's really important. We find what those things are that make us come alive, and then we do those things. You're like, well, it doesn't really fit in. Figure, figure out how it fits in. Find, find a place. I love Pastor Tommy Barnett. He pastored for so many years in Phoenix, and they have over 250 ministries in their church. This is the last number I heard, like 256, some crazy. Because people will come to them and they'll say, Hey, Pastor, I'm really passionate about ministering to people with this kind of a need. And he would say, Write me a plan, make a ministry, and go for it. And they'll do it. So they have a ministry for this specific area of yeah. people. Pastor, I feel very strong that God wants me to, to do this thing. All right, write me a plan and go do it. They launch ministry after ministry after ministry. What do you like to do? Make it a ministry. Come on. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Find your place. Because if you're not in that place, then it means you're dislocated. Yeah. How many have ever dislocated a toe or anything? Anyone? Finger, toe, shoulder, anything. It's painful. It's probably more painful than it being broken. Probably takes longer sometimes, depending on where it, for it to heal. Because there's so much involved in the dislocating of a joint or a, a bone and all that stuff. <laughs> and this is something we heard, and I, I just wrote it down like I'm going to remember this forever. It says, you can be dislocated and still be alive. But you have... You are not contributing at all. You are useless. Like, well, I, I can go to church and I can be alive. You're right. You can go to church and you can be alive. But if you're not in your place doing what God's called you to do, then you're a dislocated toe. And I'm just going to say, it's useless. Yeah. And we weren't called into the kingdom just so that we can be alive and be blessed and experience the favor of God. We were called into the kingdom because he's in us for us. Yeah. But he's on us for other people. Yeah. And for me to find my place and get brought into the body of Christ, grafted into the body where I'm supposed to be, it not only makes me come alive, come on, because now I'm connected to the life source of Christ. Not only do I come alive and bear fruit, but the fruit that I bear is beneficial to other people. Yeah. You matter when you're connected. You matter when you're in your place. So get in your place. No, no more disconnection. No more dislocation. 
And for anyone in here that says, I'm not valuable, stop it. Yes. That's false humility. It is a lie. It is false humility to say, oh, I'm not, I'm not talented. I don't have anything to offer. Come on. We all know better than that. Yeah. It's a cop out. Yeah. It's an excuse to stay hidden. And nothing's hidden in this house. Nothing's hidden. Nothing's hidden from him. We don't want you to be hidden. So if you think, well, I'm not valuable, knock it off. If you feel that way, you better not leave feeling that way today. I mean, God painted you. It's his masterpiece. Come on, that's valuable right there. And then not only that, he sent his son to purchase the penalty, to pay the penalty of our sin. What, what could be more valuable than us? So get in your place. Amen? Yes. Why don't you stand and we're going to repent. <laughs> this has been a theme lately of repentance. Repentance. <clears throat> We're not going to make it easy anymore. If you're dislocated, I want you right where you're at to ask God to forgive you for being dislocated. Come on. Right now. Father, come on. Talk to him. Come on. I'm just floating around. I'm not tied and located where I'm supposed to be. I'm not fit, fitly joined together. Being supplied with him and then producing fruit for others. God, we just ask that every member of this body snap into place right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Everything we need is in this house. Everything we need for your vision to come to pass is in this house. Now I ask that you would call us into position right now. We prophesy to the wind. Holy Spirit, the one who who hovers over chaos and causes it to become order. We, we call you, Holy Spirit, the north, the south, the east, the west, to blow over this body and that things would lock into place, just like the valley of dry bones. Joints would lock into place. That this would become an army who knows who they are, who knows their place and their purpose, and goes after it with all their heart. Father, we ask that there will be a kingdom culture in this house 
that the things of the kingdom happen easily. Yeah, we know along the way there'll be birthing and travailing and there'll be, there'll be the struggle that, that's, that's brought by you, that's, that's ordained by you. But the kingdom is supposed to have a natural current to it that's easy for people to get healed and saved and delivered. And God, I ask that you would cause fire life to, to step into that in Jesus' name, that all the things of resistance would go away. That anything that's blocking the current that you have for us, that's blocking the culture, the river, the flow uh, that we're supposed to have, that it would be removed and taken, taken care of. In Jesus' name, we must have kingdom revival. We have to see your kingdom. This is what I give my life for you. I want to see your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In this house, we want to see your kingdom. Father, in our homes, let there be the flow of the kingdom. Let the current of the kingdom flow through our homes. Let anything that's chaos or disorder be swept away by the current of the kingdom in Jesus' name. not repentance without action, alright? So here, here's what I'm going to say, just to, to end it and we'll bless you and we'll go. If you said that you were dislocated, you weren't in your place, you asked the Lord, God, I'm sorry for that, get me in my place, you need to find something to do. Yeah. You need to get busy. Hello? Come on. Do something. Now, don't wait. Kingdom is a kingdom of action. It's not a kingdom of words. It's a kingdom of power and action. Amen? Amen. So find something to do it. You're like, well, I really don't really know what to do. Find something. Come talk to me. Come talk to the elders. We'll find something for you to do. And you're like, well, well, I don't really know if that's why. Do it until you discover what you want to do. Just do serve, serve. Do something. Go for it. Amen? Well, we bless you. You're awesome. So glad to see all of you here. We ask that you have a good week. We pray you have a good week. That you would sense God's presence like never before. I just declare that. That you would sense his presence and that you'll get good. We've been talking about it. That we'll be really good at responding when we sense him. Amen. You're awesome. Be blessed. In Jesus' name.